Black and Proud Express that I am your boy Q. And um, I'm going to discombobulate it right now, but uh, it's all good. Good to talk with y'all again with another week of sports. And we do have a lot to talk about. I am joined tonight by my co-host. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the world. What's going on, y'all? It's Lou. Uh, hope everybody had a good week. Uh, back to talk about uh, what happened this past week, the draft and all that. So uh, let's get into it. What's up, Greg? I'm back. Hello. What's up? I'm here and I'm alive. That's good to know. That's good to know. Hope everyone had a great, uh, a great week. Um, and we're going to get right into it. Pam, you're up first. All right. So this week, uh, we're going to discuss wrestling. Hasn't been really much going on. Uh, I think the biggest, biggest news was a lot of the NXT releases that happened. A lot of shockers on that list, like Dexter Loomis, Malcolm Bivens, Persia Parada, and um, Dakota Kai. But there were also a lot of names of people that we don't know that were released as well. So they didn't really have the chance to show what they could do before being released. And then today it came out that Roderick Strong put in for his release from Dari and they told him no. So that was shocking news per se. Um, I will say in the past two weeks, we also had AEW announce that they would be doing a giant show with New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's called The Forbidden Door. It's a pay-per-view in Chicago, I believe it is. No, I'm mistaken, it's Chicago, um, which I'm excited to be at, excited to go to. Really, really looking forward to it. So hopefully you'll get some some good content in regards to that. But the Owen Cup started on AEW. So far, it's been a lot of great matches. I would definitely say the FTR match, um, Dax and Cash versus each other was a really, really, really good match. So if there's one match I would say in the past couple of weeks of wrestling to check out, that is definitely, definitely high on my list. So if that's something that you like, if you really like to see that kind of ground and pound type of wrestling, oh, excuse me, then definitely go ahead and, and check that out. Uh, Raw has been mediocre. They're trying to put in for the Raw and SmackDown Tag Championship belts to be unified. All this is unification, kind of, uh, kind of over it at this point. But you know, we'll see where it goes. I'm tired of dirty reusing names. Next pay per view is literally called WrestleMania Backlash. Why do we need to have WrestleMania in a name? Who knows at this point? Who, who really cares, Vince? What are you doing? No one knows. Uh, Amber Moon came out and said they had to have a two-hour meeting about being looking like Mandy Rose, being more uh, sexual in what they wear and how they look. And that caused a little bit of controversy on Twitter. But I agree with her, you know. We're supposed to be role models to kids. Why do I need to wear fishnets and have my ass out? I just want to wrestle. So that's my week in wrestling. There's not really much to to catch up on. So, yeah, that's it. Well, 
Well, I have to say, I absolutely agree. I think we were talking about that a couple months ago about like the treatment of like the women in wrestling, which, you know, the Amber Moon thing I caught on to and I was like, wait, like, she she normally doesn't like vocalize on a lot of stuff like that. So I absolutely believe what she's saying. Uh, Vince historically just has a thing for just like scantily clad like women and stuff like that. So I'm sure something else is going to come out of that. Um, with, with that being said, if, if I could add one thing to wrestling for the week, um, my my boo, Nikita, all I ask you to do is stop it. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to give you the Adam Gates, why are you still here award? I'm, I'm going to give you the first award for the night because there's like appreciating the culture and then there's appropriating the culture. She, she she did like a, a TikTok, what is it called? Like an Instagram reel of her like whining and shit. And anybody who knows me knows like once like I like I fall for a character, I, I like that person. Like there's nothing I can say bad. Except for I was like coming back from vacation. So I saw a lot of like actual like black women and Dominican women whining and like dancing and shit like that. So when I saw her doing it, it looked absolutely forced. And I see what the WWE is trying to do. Like they're trying to like make her something, which I didn't know it was going to be this big. I thought she was going to be one of those like low, I don't want to say low, but like one of those like behind the scenes, like women who's like, you know what? Like everybody knows she's fine, but she's never going to go anywhere. Like she's just never going to get pushed to the top. And then that TikTok came out or that reel came out. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, we know she got a black boyfriend. We know that, you know, she likes like hip hop and she wears, uh, like Team Jordan, she don't wear regular Jordan, just uh, Team Jordan, but whatever. But that video, it pissed me off so much. I actually text our group chat upset because we have to have something for us, and that wasn't for her. That shit, it disappointed me because I'm like, I know what's next. Now she's gonna be half naked on Instagram just all the fucking time, as if her costume isn't already half naked. But she she's just going to be pushed for that same shit that we just talked about Pat, with the you know the scantily clad like nude shit with like the even her outfit isn't it like this weird thing with like it's all green and then she has like seat belt straps on the side with like her titties out and shit no i'm like it's like nia jacks gone only fans for me and i love nia jacks she's just a terrible wrestler but it wasn't i have enough i've Honestly, had enough. Uh, Nikita, if you could hear this, I don't even know if that's her real name or not. But the, the fine white lady on Instagram that I follow that somehow wrestles for NXT and she wasn't fired last week. Stop doing that shit. Don't be like the white girl appropriating black music from TikTok on Instagram. We, we don't need that. Um, yeah. I, you have to get the award. You have to get the Adam Gates. Why are you still here? award? Because nobody needed that. Nobody deserved it. Um, I do, though, have another question, and I'm posing this for both Cashley and Pam from the Melanin Mat. Now, I saw that there was an episode, and I was like, oh, I wanted to listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet, but I am posing the question for you guys. WrestleMania is already over, but I wanted to know, now, you know, being a month away, I'm sorry, a month past uh, WrestleMania, Pam and Cashley, what is your main event right now? for SummerSlam, for both men and women, if you could choose them? Uh, don't have one, because uh, 
Sir Lines is still building. I can't give you so much time yeah. right now. You have to wait till after this uh, WrestleMania backlash, and then I can definitely give you a more direct answer. You don't have like a like a one like you don't want like any match like even if fucking Goldberg comes mm-hmm. back to fight Roman for the fifteenth time. Please, God no, <laughs> God no. I would honestly, if Goldberg comes back, I will honestly say I love Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. That's how much I would really prefer to not see Goldberg at yeah. at all. Um, there isn't really a match that I want to see. Honestly, I just want to complete my big four. So I truly in my heart don't mm-hmm. have to do any more dirty pay-per-view. Yeah. Literally it for me. Um, but it looks like Cashley has one. So yeah. Let's see what you have to say. To be honest. Um, I think initially uh, when you asked that question, I didn't have anything in mind, but I'm thinking we're going to get Drew versus Roman again. Mm. Um, the way they're cooking, you know, the six man tag. I think they're gonna put Drew back into the title picture, and then it's gonna be him and Roman at SummerSlam. I like that. I like oh, that idea. Man. That's a better prediction like than what I had. Like, I don't like, like it. Like, what I had, with my opinion, I really want to see Edge and Roman. I don't know why. I, I just want to see that. Like, I feel like Edge now, especially with, like, the faction and everything like that, it'd be, like, faction against faction for, like, some... It, it would just be so dope to see that. So, who knows? Maybe. Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. I'm that Pam just doesn't have, like... Dang, I, I was expecting you to have one for me. No, sorry. We, we got a Maybe next months. week. Now it, it, it gives me time to think, and I have some weeks to think about it, so... Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. We'll see. All right. Well, Cashley is going off. Let's see what she got to say. She got. Go ahead and hit that button. Blue was spilling all the tea um, in that interview. I'm still going through it, but she pretty much told a lot. And I think that's. I think that's pretty much what's going on with a lot of performers, if you really think about it. Um, I think the women's division in general here stateside um is pretty much not where it used to be and that includes aew as well um it's kind of stagnant okay i agree all right yeah (laughs) nikita lions that's that's weird, but I know when I first saw her and the way she looked, I knew that that's the type of time she was on. She was on appropriator's time. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I really couldn't get into her like that. And I know I saw a picture earlier of her um, wearing some sort of crazy box braids. And I was just like, Wow. But this is who the company is high on, you know. So we're we're gonna get her, whether we like it or not, at this point. Wait a minute. So she had like the cruise ship box braids, you know, when you go on like carnival cruises and they just braid their hair for like twenty bucks. Oh boy. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I still like her at least on Instagram. Uh, I'm still not watching NXT. I need to get a little bit better at that. But 
We'll, we'll see. Um, just a good look on Instagram for now until she starts doing shit like the box braids and stuff. Once I see that, then I'm kind of like checking out completely. So, what else you got for us, Cashley? It's giving me Sable vibes. Remember how they pushed Sable and Sable had like no skills whatsoever? Yep. But Vince was like 1 billion percent determined to make her a star. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We got John. I, I guess agree. got a voicemail. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'm coming in a little late. Um, I had a question for Pam. I don't know if she addressed it or not, but I wanted to know did she enjoy the Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins match in WrestleMania? Mm, good question. Great question. Thank you so much for coming on and participating and asking the question. I really appreciate that. Um, me personally, yes and no. Um, no, because for me, Cody coming back, we knew it was going to happen. Dirt sheets ruined it for me. So it wasn't really a big shocker. Also, no, because you could tell halfway through the match live. I don't know how I came across on TV. I actually haven't watched uh, WrestleMania back. But you can tell that he was exhausted afterwards. Like his, It was like he had ring rust of like 10 years or something. And it's like, bro, you were just wrestling in AEW. How did we get here? Um but in regards to like the way the crowd reacted and being able to see him back there, I think that was more fun for me than actually seeing him wrestle. Now, if we're talking about the rematch that they had, I think feel like it was a lot better. Um, but I can honestly do without Cody Rhodes. And speaking of Cody Rhodes and speaking of SummerSlam, the way that they're booking it right now, he might be the main event. The way that it's looking. I hope not honestly because i feel like he paid to be in the main event he didn't earn it um but for me as everyone on this pod and if you listen to the melanin match here on stereo you know that my favorite match of that weekend was bianca belair versus becky lynch absolutely as far as wrestling wise was the best wrestling match for both nights um, as far as nostalgia, of course, the GOAT, Stone Cold Steve Austin. But actual wrestling, the women put on way better than the men. Uh, so that's, that's my viewpoint on it. What? Huh? Okay. What? <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, I'm just joking. Okay. I'm just joking. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I knew it. Well, well, well. As soon as you said it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I, I had to. Mm-hmm. I'm so jealous. It's okay. And then, so uh, according to Pam, she's going to finish the Trinity this year. And then you said you're going to retire from going to the events. At least, you know. No, I'm just going to retire from like making sure that I do go. If I do my big four, I do my big four. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to do 10 WrestleMania. So I'm halfway done. And then okay. I don't have to do WrestleMania anymore. Okay. And then the next uh, wrestling goal, of course, is to go to Wrestle Kingdom in Japan. Mm. So I already did the G1 in Japan. Now I have to finish it for Wrestle Kingdom. Well, one day when 
my kid is grown. I'm going to try to do this. But I did vow that in, what does I said, two years, we are all going to go. You know, we're going to have melanin mania plus Greg because I'm, you know, I'm not a part of the melanin mat. But I am a spectator and a fan. But I will be going with Cashley and Pam to that WrestleMania. I'm not going to get drunk, though. I don't like alcohol anymore as much as I thought I did. So we, we can, no, you know, s- yeah, we can sip like ginger ales and uh, you like can lemonade. sip ginger ales. I'm going to be drunk. Speak for yourself. Fine. Fine. I, I, will, I will indulge in a shot. I, I think I can do a shot. But whatever yeah. you choose to do, I will be just, drunk. Just, well, you just promised me this one thing and Cashley can do the exact same thing. Please, no Stone Cold Stunners or DDTs on concrete. That, that's the only thing I've asked of anybody to do at any wrestling event that I go to from now on. Because I think that dude's probably got like a lifelong concussion after New Orleans, seeing him get that DDT on that concrete. So I, I don't want to see that again. That actually looked like it hurt. So. But actually, I do, have, I do have one thing I need to say about wrestling, though. Um, if anybody can tell me, like, regardless of like what system, PS4 or Xbox, um, if WWE 22 is worth purchasing, please let me know because I've been watching YouTube clips for the past three weeks of like legacy matches and people actually in game play. And it's like, it, it looks like it's so much fun, but I haven't heard anybody give it an actual good review. So, if anybody has played WWE 22, let me know because I definitely am on the fence on if I want to spend the 60 bucks. Definitely let you know because I'm not buying it, but uh, <laughs> definitely agree with letting you know because it won't. I, I haven't been into a WWE game since like, oh Jesus, mm-hmm. since like PS2, maybe, and that's being nice. So. Well, that, that's that's great because I have a challenge for the melanin mat for the next podcast. I want oh God. you and I want you and Cashley to list off your top five wrestling games of all time. I don't even have five. What? <laughs> what is going on here? What? You know, I'll, I'll wait for melanin mat because Cashley knows how I feel. Like I feel like you're going to say something that's going to hurt my heart, and the fact that you say you don't have five, how do you not have? I barely have three, honestly. So you know, there's that. You know what? Well, I'm done. That that just hurt my entire feeling about wrestling for the week. You don't have five it's games. Not <laughs> wrestling games, no. I I personally just prefer to watch real wrestling versus play the game. Just me personally. Um, it's not the game type that I like to play, as anyone who watched my stream knows. So. Um, yeah, this hurts my, that's not. This is hurting my. Feelings. Now, if you said top five wrestling themes, that's a different story. Mm. But game, mm, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time, my, though. You should feel my heart shatter in my chest right now. One, one, one okay. of my closest friends is. Did it shatter man. as bad as when you watched the NFL draft this weekend? Great segue, mother. God damn it. She's good. God damn it, she's good. She's good. She's good. Oh my God. How's she doing? There you go, Q. Take it away. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, first, before we do, let's get these voicemails out the way and then 
we can go uh, from there. I want to see Randy versus Roman. Like, I think that would be something kind of different. Like, I know Randy's in the tag team, but, you know, just a, a match they can put together, I think that would be nice for SummerSlam. Exactly like that. <laughs> Cruise ship box braids. <laughs> Greg, no like liquor anymore? What happened to you in the DR? Let's not That's what I'm it. saying, because I gosh. heard that men go to DR for prostitutes. But let, you know, let's, that's let, let's not let, let's I'll save that nope. towards the end of the show. We'll, we'll, later. Oh, later. Later. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. Was it? You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. So, oh. look, Q on no now. He's like, nah, mm, we're going to get this the draft. Right? right. <laughs> I kind of do, but we're going to get, let's get, let's get through, let's get through the meat and potatoes of the show. And then you can discuss all of your details of what happened to DR and why you don't like alcohol anymore. Because I don't like alcohol either. But, um, okay. <laughs> uh, so, last week in the week of sports, uh, we had the NFL draft. We're going to kick off the show talking about the draft that happened over the weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, and there were some shockers. There were some shockers. Uh, two big trades went down. Uh, two really big trades went down. Uh, so, let's start with that first. Uh, first off. A.J. Brown is no longer a Tennessee Titan. He is now a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. That one blew the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even have a punchline. I don't either. I was, that- I was sitting. I was sitting. I was in. Uh, I was sitting with some with some friends. Um, at the place where you, the place you know, great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and. Um, the flash came on my phone and I'm like, what, what the fuck? AJ Brown? And this was the same Tennessee team that had vowed not to trade him. Yep. No, we're not trading AJ Brown. And yeah, well, he traded, they traded AJ Brown. Woo! Um, the second big trade, and I don't know if you can call it a big trade, but uh, it's a trade nonetheless. Um, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown, uh, was traded to the Cardinals. I did not and hear that one. That's crazy. Wow. Yes. Hollywood Brown was traded to the Cardinals. And it was the news that came out today was almost like prescient because DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for the first six games of the, of the season due to uh, PED use. Okay. Now, wait a minute. All right. I'm only going to speak on this really briefly because I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan. I thought the NFL, we talked about this in like January about them saying as long as it's in the off season, like it's like no holds bar. I could have sworn we talked about that. Lou, am I tripping? Like, no, no, you're right. I thought they were like, hey, like the PDs and the marijuana and all that shit. Everything is fine up until like the end of July and August when football season officially starts to kick back up. We literally went into detail about how like players shouldn't be suspended. They should be able to smoke their weed and stuff like that. And Q had read off that laundry list of shit that 
I, I almost cursed Q out because I was like, Q, like, we don't care about it. Only to find out now, <laughs> three months later, that now all of a sudden we're suspending people for six, what, six games for the same shit y'all said y'all weren't going to suspend people for? What was the point of the clause then? And I'm only speaking because he's on my team. If he played for Dallas, I don't give a shit. But really? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, are they picking and choosing, like, what players, you know, with the PDs and the marijuana use and shit like that, because I'm pretty sure there are some other people who were with him or pe- like players from other teams who have used or were caught with the same substance or worse. And not a fucking word was spoken. Well, but since we haven't, I haven't heard like, I, I mean, I know he was suspended for PED use or whatever, mm-hmm. but. That could be anything, right? I mean, that could be like an over-the-counter drug or something. So, I mean, until we find out exactly what he what he tested positive for, you know, I I can tell you, I can tell you because I was just looking at you already know uh, a few hours ago, but I'm getting it right now. Okay, we can continue to discuss it. I'm looking for it now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so okay. I'll, I'll, I'll continue on, you know, just dialoguing about it because when we talked, like Q, Lou, and Pam, like when we talked about this a couple months ago, I went on a huge tangent. I'm not going to like regurgitate that, but I was like, the same players who, you know, get suspended every year and shit like that, they get these same, you know, two to four week suspensions or something like that. And they come back and they're eligible. Eligible because God, like word salad, usual words. But basically, they come back <laughs> and they're 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 eligible to play, right? But then you you throw this out during the playoffs, mind you. Like, hey, in the off season, players will be able to you know smoke their weed and do all this, only to find out now, like less than three months after you enacted this shit, that you didn't have to enact. So my question is, who the fuck was it for? Because if it's like players that you know for a fact generate revenue in ticket sales why them like if it's somebody like like a carson wentz like if he got caught with fucking peds they'd be like you know what two game suspension but he'll come back we, we watched the same shit with aaron Rodgers. two fucking weeks you know he comes back everybody's like wait a minute didn't y'all say that if they did this, there was a fine. It was like a six-game suspension, and the team had to forfeit a game, and they had to, you know, give up their second born and shit. Aaron Rodgers, you know, completely lies about every fucking thing, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, that happened, but so what? It's Aaron Rodgers. What happened to Deha? Like, they so, classified. This is fine. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay. So it, it doesn't specifically um, state what he uh, tested positive for, but this was this was. A statement from his brand manager. Um, he said to Adam Schefter, that fucker, um, quote, today the NFL announced their decision to suspend DeAndre Hopkins as a result of a November drug test that came back with trace elements of the band's substance. DeAndre and everyone who works with him is completely shocked <clears throat> by this finding because he is extremely diligent about what he puts in his body. His October and December tests were negative, and we are investigating how the November test came back positive. <clears throat> DeAndre is committed to demonstrating that he did not knowingly take a banned substance. He has never once tested positive throughout his 10-year career. 
we're currently testing every product he uses to figure out how this could have happened and we'll release any new information as soon as we have it. I just need to know, as long as I've known of DeAndre Hopkins, I, I don't think I've heard of like bad shit. Like he's just like a weed head or he, he does this and he does that when it comes to like substances and stuff. So you're trying to tell me on the first infraction, it's just like an automatic six games. But like fucking Ben yes, Roethlisberger yes. literally like drugged women and tried to rape them. But it's like, you know what? <laughs> so what? And I know he's not in the league anymore, but it's still the punching joke forever for me. Um, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's certain shit. It, it just it bothers me because th- there's no real like scale to it. The way that I think that the NFL works is if they're black and they have hair and they're actually athletic, if they do something that looks like something of like a player of the caliber would do suspend them to the max, like give them the max. When I think about that, think about like Josh Gordon tattoos, black, dark skin, athletic wide receiver, right? He, mm-hmm. mar- you know, marijuana, you know what they say? Fucking suspend them, give them the max. But then you have, uh, the racist dude who used to play with Philly. He's calling his teammates, nigga, this, yeah. He, he's blatantly saying he doesn't want to play for the COVID situation. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let him play. What, what, what can we do? It's like, yo, he's all he, the only thing he hasn't done is stick his dick in your coffee. And you're talking about let him play. <laughs> Literally let him play. So when I see the D hop situation, I don't know what the substance itself was. I'm just kind of confused at the fact that the, the first thing they went for was six games. I'm, I'm just like, wait, six like, we made a bet with Q about how many games he couldn't pick a certain team. And we came <laughs> six games. So the only reason we did that is because six games seems like a – it's like a harsh penalty, right? But for some I mean, yeah. For, for the first infraction, though, it's like six on the first infraction. So what happens the second infraction then? Because there are they a lot of – A play- year. Yeah, probably a whole year. No, it, it, no, that's in the seat. That's in the seat. The seat. The CBA. It's a six-game suspension for the first infraction. The second is uh-huh. the second is a full season, and if and, and there's a third time, then they're banned, permanently banned. You see, this is why the XFL is going to thrive next year. This is exactly the fuck why. It, it's shit like that. You going? You know how when everybody thought that the big three was like a joke and everybody's like, fuck the big three. The NBA is like the real draw, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden everybody started actually watching the big three. It was like, this is actually entertaining. Even if that's a half court. It's actually good basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Big three is actually really good basketball. Yeah. With with guys in their 40s. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I'm really concerned at the fact that like the NFL is going out of their way to, and regardless if it's a good player or a bad player, it could be somebody making like a vet minimum, a vet minimum, or somebody who's literally a rookie. Like it, it doesn't matter to me. Like the first infraction is six games. Like you can't just say, you know what, tax them one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's what every other I, league does. I mean, I say, but that's the equivalent. That's the equivalent of a game check. But that's you the know? thing. They're taking the game checks and they're suspending them. Take the checks and make them fucking play. Because think about it. There are people who are season ticket holders. People who go to these fucking games to see these mm-hmm. fucking players. Mm-hmm. You're telling me, okay, you already took the money from them that you didn't need to take, but you just want to not have to pay them. But then you're like, you know what? You're not going to make us money either? That, 
something about that just doesn't sit right in my head. But you know what? Uh, again, this is one more reason why the NFL and even the Arizona Cardinals, because I told you how I felt about them, you know, over the offseason, that if they don't fix this shit, I'm going to have to move on because it's really starting to bother me between the Kyler shit and now this DeAndre Hopkins shit. Yo, my Cardinals really might start like one in five to start the year. And well, they got Hollywood imagine. Brown now, though. But, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, have- you, but that's the thing. You got Hollywood Brown, but you got a quarterback who doesn't want to play. So who the fuck is going to throw to? Well, that brings me to this question, though. The the trade that they made, all right, we all know that it, it. they're saying Lamar Jackson didn't know anything about it. But do you think that they knew about this suspension coming and that's why? Yep. You know what? And, and, and that's what I say. I, I think, I think with, with, the, with the Hopkins news coming out today, it makes that, tra- it makes Arizona's trade for, for Hollywood Brown, like, oh, they knew this was coming. Yeah, and we need quite, and we need right. a replacement. But what did they give up to Baltimore? If I could ask, they uh, first round pick, uh, first round pick this year. Oh, oh, okay. So that's perfect. Um, so what I, I believe, uh, yeah, what I what I initially was going to say, I'm going to recant that before I even say it. Baltimore is gunning for uh, Debo Samuel. I thought Debo was going to end up in Tennessee. By, you know, some grace of God when they kicked out, you know, A.J. Brown. Then, I, you know, now that you're telling me this, this is just this is they're going to use him the same way that, you know, Hollywood was being used in Baltimore and the Ravens still aren't going to win shit. So but he's going to get a contract, though, that he wants. So shout out to Debo. I, 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 I don't mind seeing Debo in Baltimore. I don't think I don't think Debo is going anywhere. Unless I, I would force this this way. Well, I mean, he's already, you know, been seen on Instagram and social media saying, yo, like, he's in nightclubs doing a Magic Johnson thing when he was like, I ain't going to be there. Like, that's all that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he, I told you. Oh, go ahead. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Know. <laughs> What'd you say, Lou? No, I was just, when I saw that, man, I was laughing my ass off. Just <laughs> like someone holding up a big old bright ass sign and. Uh-huh. Debo staying in San Francisco. They pay <laughs> back. He's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, as a Cars fan, man, I I really wish that man the best. I hope that this is just you know a minor blip, and maybe they can reverse it. Just really unfortunate. That's how that works out, man. But I I'm, mean, that's the other thing. Be like, I mean, then. You know, how long has D-Hop been in the league now? Like four or five years? No. Mm-hmm. He, he, he has been in it forever. But he, he's always been like a, a stand-up dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's just always been a really, you know, stand-up good guy. You know, after every touchdown he gets, he gives the ball to his mom. Uh, and and uh, who I might add, I mean, I don't know if anybody knew this, but I guess um, his mom is blind. Mm-hmm. But she still she still goes to every single one of his games, yeah. And every touchdown he every single touchdown that he gets, he goes right up to her and gives her the football. And mm-hmm. I I mean you know, there's just not many players like him. He, he, he's yep. never done anything bad in the league. That sounds like he's trying to get out of Houston. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, do you blame him? No, not at no, all. Not at all. 
The only thing good in Houston is that fucking that uh turkey leg hut that everybody's always talking about. They got the line around the corner. It's the only good thing. I can't. I don't know. I have the NFL some shit, man. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. Like, like I said, that that trade they made, it just now is, um, yeah. The, the Cardinals knew it was coming. That's the only yeah. reason. They, only reason they make that Absolutely. trade. Absolutely. All right. What? So, hey. <clears throat> so continuing with our NFL news, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield is still in Cleveland. Okay, um, I'm only going to say one line. Baker Mayfield, sit and get paid. I have nothing else. Literally, sit and get paid. The last thing Baker wants to do is go get paid to get booed on a on a mediocre team. Just stay in Seattle. You're, like I said, why? Because here's the thing. Pete Carroll's expectations are so fucking bad that Russ had to leave. Why? Yeah, yeah, I was making it. I was making it. I was making the funny joke all weekend. Whenever okay. uh, again, one of my just one of the discourse I'm doing, and it's like, oh, uh, uh, Seattle had a pretty good draft. Like, oh, did they draft? Did they draft a new coach? <laughs> yes, yes. I, I have nothing good to say. Um, so I'm just gonna be quiet. But Baker Mayfield, I, I used to shit on him so bad, but I hate it because it's like when he came in the league, I felt like I liked him. I don't know why. He just he seemed to be a likable person, but apparently the players just don't like him and his teammates don't like him, the league don't like him. But it's like like that's the last four quarterbacks that the Browns have had. So at this point, just keep him. I, I would keep him because even though you have Deshaun and things like that, you know what's coming. If they get D-Hop the fuck out of there for six games, you think they're really going to go and just let Deshaun just go on the field for week one? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Baker, you, you, you are where you fit right now. And there would be nothing better for me than to watch Cleveland football when they actually are winning with him. Because you know it's going to happen. They're going to have Baker Mayfield come in because homeboy's going to be suspended for the next, you know, like, what is it, four to six weeks? Because, you know, that's the, the ratio from what you said, right? Four to six weeks. They're going to suspend I don't the show. Know. I, 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 I see what uh, Major League Baseball did with Trevor Bauer and suspended him for two years. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, I see Deshaun. And that's why the Brown gave him only he he has a base salary of a million dollars this season. Uh-huh. Uh, they are probably they're thinking, oh, we're not going to have him all year. Uh huh. But that's what I was saying though. That's why for me, in my personal opinion, and this is no knock on Lou and the uh, the Browns, but I think that Cleveland is going to start off hot. They're going to start like five and one or six and one, and people are like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like. And it's because when you are like when your job is threatened, you do the most. Like I've been on a pip before, like, you know, the performance improvement plan. And you already know you're like one foot in, one foot out. So you're putting in your best work. You're actually talking to people. You're doing things. Everybody like you and shit. But you already know you already out the door. Baker needs to do the same thing. Go ahead and make that fucking money. 
because if the NFL is doing what I thought they were doing and making another expansion team, or if he ends up, you know, getting traded week eight or week nine to Seattle, he's getting traded for that max contract to go to a team that honestly just they want to start over just like he does. So I, I, I fully see Baker starting and the Browns going five and one, maybe six and one. And then when homeboy suspension is up, because I think they're still going to give him four to six weeks. After they do that, it's going to be a thing of, do you want Baker to be benched? Because he's rolling hot right now. All the articles are going to say that. Oh, Baker Mayfield, he's starting off hot. They're five and one. Deshaun's coming back in two weeks. What's going to happen? And they're like, no, just roll out with Baker. And the next thing you know, they bring Deshaun in and they just keep it going. So mm-hmm. you, you heard it here first, except for with Pittsburgh. I really hope they do not have a better record than Pittsburgh. I would love to see Pittsburgh in the playoffs because they were owed it this year. I don't know what the fuck happened. So yeah. that's my thought process of it. Okay. Um, so that is about it for uh, NFL news. Uh, you can talk trash. Oh, 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 whoa. I mean, really nothing. Wait a I minute. Mean, no, no. Okay. No, no, Q. We're, we're yeah. not going to gloss over the fact that the Washington fucking football club got the best receiver in the draft. How you? <laughs> wow, that's 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 so, a hot take. That is a definitely hot, definitely hot take because I was pissed. At, well, I wasn't pissed. Washington needed additional draft picks, so I was okay with them trading out of eleven down and going down five stocks to sixteen, mm-hmm. but. They had, but on the board at that time was that receiver out of Ohio State. It was Ohio. Was it Ohio State? Mm-hmm. And, and what number? Number eleven. Number eleven. Uh, and Olave. the one was drafted. Yes, Chris Olave, and uh, New Orleans ended up getting him with with the eleventh pick that that they that they got from 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 the from the Cummings. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do like this receiver. This new receiver, um, Dotson. Yeah, Jahil Dotson, whatever the hell his name is. I like it. Um, I'm also like I'm. I'm kind of happy also that that Washington drafted Sam House because he's going to be yep. starting quarterback. He's going to be starting quarterback when Carson Heineke quits on the team, Absolutely. which you know Absolutely. is coming. So he's going to be he's going to be the starting quarterback because uh, they're not going to roll. I mean, they may put Taylor Heineke in, but Sam Howell is going to be the starter of the team. <laughs> Carson Wentz, and I know like it was you know Juan Juan Rivera went to him and let him know that they were drafting they were going to draft Howell. But we know how Carson is. Carson has mm-hmm. ran off and ran off for two teams because he becomes a little bitch when things don't go his way. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I really do, like I said, I really do see Sam Howell in some way becoming the start of the team next year. Uh, you know, this coming season. Because, you know, the first game that Carson throws two or three picks, mm-hmm. <laughs> FedEx is going to be going crazy. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something really quick, Q. Um, I, I, I promised I wouldn't after RG3. I promised, and I... I I, I told people I would never do it. I'm going to do it, Q. 
I'm 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 going to do it. Okay. What are you going to do? This this is a hot take, and and feel free to tell me I'm wrong later on this year. John Dotson, I'm sorry. Uh, what's what's his name? The dude, the Dotson guy. He's going to be the steal of the draft. I'm getting his jersey in white. Whenever it becomes available, I'm number getting that. <laughs> number one. I'm getting <laughs> that jersey. That's the number he's going to wear. Yes, yes. Q. The only reason I say this is because I don't like the Washington Commanders by any stretch of the imagination. There's something about that kid. I don't know what it is. Daniel Mark Snyder. I'll tell you what it is. Daniel Mark Snyder. I was expecting I, I, him. I was expecting him. This, and, so this is this is my thought process going into going into the first round. Mm-hmm. Going into the first round, I thought that Dan Snyder was going to overrule Ron Rivera and um, mm-hmm. and draft Malik Willis. I really just I because slashy guy, you know. Dan Snyder is all about slash. Yeah. Teams don't win on the field. But he loves to he loves to dominate the offseason. Facts. Um, so I really, like I said, I really thought that we were going to draft Willis or one of those, or Desmond Ritter, one of those high quarterbacks that mm-hmm. only one, only yeah, one quarterback went in the first round. That's correct. I mean, that, but we had all been saying, we've been saying this since, since the end of the college football season, that this quarterback draft. This, this quarterback draft class was the weakest in me that has ever been in, in a long, long time. Yeah. Um, but that shocked me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you trade first thing traded down. Usually, usually you would think a team that is a little uncertain that quarterback to kind of trade up because that's a that's another class of game inside of Murray too. Mm-hmm. In 2012. Um, G3, basically traded like the Saints traded the entire draft. Remember yep. the Saints he traded the entire draft to Washington mm-hmm. to, to draft to, to get Wiki Williams? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be that type of situation. I really thought it was going to be that type of situation when I saw they, tra- they traded down. weeks ago that you you thought that maybe there was a chance that they would have drafted a quarterback with their first pick yeah that, that's what the, a lot of the, a lot of the mocks um leading into the draft were saying that was saying that that we were going to draft it was going to actually the, the mocks were saying but we will it that's where that's, yeah. what, that's where my thought process was oh we're gonna take we're gonna take Willis. we know that carson carson is probably here for a year maybe two uh mm-hmm. he's the bridge into um He's the bridge until that new quarterback comes in. I'm thinking next year will probably be the year to Washington draft a quarterback in the first round um, because the the class next the quarterback class next year very very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. So I, I actually I don't know what Ron told Dan. Probably told him to get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> locked him out of <laughs> locked him out of the draft room. To go get a receiver, and that was the biggest thing that the, that the commanders needed. They needed a they needed a receiver. They needed to get help for Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. to get 
a receiver like Dobson. And I haven't seen any of his tape yet. I, I haven't seen any of his highlights, but there are a lot of people that are saying that this is going to say that it's, this is a very stupidly good yes. great receiver in the wings. Yeah, um, he, he was a good receiver in college. He, he was a really good receiver in college. Just know I, I will have my jersey. I, and I'm not I even just, a Washington fan. Yeah, I'm going to get my goddamn jersey. <laughs> yeah, I am pretty excited to see what he's going to do. I think, you know, I think Carson was definitely getting involved in Carson. He had, like, Wentz does have a very, very strong arm. Not that mm-hmm. athletic, but he has a strong arm. And I think him and I think him and Terry are if Terry's not traded. And I said that Thursday night too. Um, after that trade came out, and then it was announced that the Eagles gave AJ Brown a hundred million dollar extension. I'm like, oh, Terry's been traded. Yeah, <laughs> because Dan ain't gonna want to pay him. But I don't think they have a choice. The man is a the man is a leader on and off the field. Yeah. I mean, a rookie, and he was voted team captain. He was voted team captain. Like that tells you something about. Tell you something about this. Mm. It tells you something about this. I don't think he gets traded. <laughs> I don't think he. I think like he's going to get a new contract. Like, Washington would be stupid to let him go. Yeah. Um. So he's going to get that contract. He's going to get that. He's going to get that that massive extension. It's not going to be a hundred million. It's not going to be what. Uh, Devontae Adams and Tyree Hill got, I would say, somewhere in the area of four years and like eighty million. Mm-hmm. Four years and eighty million. He's not gonna get a hundred. He's not getting a hundred. No. It might even. It, it might be ninety. It, it, I would say the max is probably ninety. Yeah. The max is probably ninety million. But yeah, Terry's about to get paid, and he should. I mean, he's caught. He's played with twelve quarterbacks. That's crazy. No, eight. Eight. Eight quarterbacks. Either eight or nine. I, I have to look at the numbers again. But he's played with nine different quarterbacks and he's put up numbers with all of them. So that's, that's disgusting. Well, that's what happens when you are a good player. Um, can't say the same thing about another quarterback in Dallas or uh his running back in Ezekiel Elliott. But yeah, story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, so moving Moving right along, that's our NFL news for this week. Uh, talk from basketball, the NBA. The second round has begun. Um, we have we're playing right now. <clears throat> uh, as we speak, we have uh, Philly and the Miami Heat. Uh, that game. That game is over. Just yeah, just it's right over. Up. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I I, I, I want to talk about Philly first. Um. In your opinion, do you think Philly is in deep, deep trouble without Jordan? He, he suffered a orbital fracture um, and a concussion in Game Six in their series against the their series against the Raptors. Do you think Philly is in trouble without him? Do you think Philly has a chance to beat Miami? Because because um, um, Embiid is projected to miss. He missed tonight, of course. He's, he's uh, going to miss game two. He's hoping to play in game three if he's cleared out of the out of the concussion protocol. Whew, um, 
Go ahead, Lou. Uh, well, I was just going to say, um, will he have a chance? No. Without without Embiid, no way. Not against yeah. Miami. Their their defense is just way, way, way too good, and they don't have anybody that can like just kind of step in and. They don't have two guys that can just step in and, and you know fill Embiid's role, so they're going to be in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm going to just parrot what Lou said. Everything he said, I was going to say the same thing. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, with that being said, you have the other series that's about to start. Playing. Uh, that game's probably going on right now, and that is. The Phoenix and Dallas. Phoenix and yeah, Phoenix and Dallas. Um, thoughts on that series? Yeah, Phoenix are frauds. Um, I don't care how anybody oh. feels about it. Phoenix are frauds. Um, I, I I do like Devin Booker, but Devin Booker is the driving force in that team. Chris Paul. As much as I like him as a player, he does some really underhanded, dirty shit. And he, it's been like fucking 14, 15 seasons, and he still does it, kicking people in the nuts and shit. Players like that get no remorse when it comes to me, like, for when it comes to picks. I don't believe in Philly. The same way I don't believe in, like, Utah. Remember I said this a couple months ago? I don't believe in Utah. I don't believe in Philly. I don't believe in Phoenix either. Like, those three teams to me, it's like, like, not only are they beatable, I just don't want to watch them. Like, if I had to sit and watch my NBA Finals, like, I don't want to see Phoenix. They're boring. And people say, oh, they're electrifying. Well, fucking electrocute me then. Because I I don't even know where the fuck fuck is it at? I've sat and watched these games, and I'm like, like, it's games that, I'm looking, I'm like, may, maybe I'm not seeing it. Maybe I'm not as big of an NBA fan as I thought I was. And I just think about it, I'm like, okay, these games are already coming on at 9, 10 o'clock. I have to watch Chris Paul just literally just, like, fucking dribble everywhere. It's like watching, like, a better Kyrie. Speaking of Kyrie, ha, motherfucker, I told you. I told you. Either way, moving back to the whole Phoenix situation, I just, I don't believe in Phoenix. Me, I just, I can't see them getting past Dallas. I think Dallas is one of those teams that's just going to, like, bully them the entire fucking series. It's going to be one of those series where, like, y'all, like, yeah, Phoenix won, but they look, like, drained. And God forbid if they make it out of the series and they have to end up playing Golden State or Memphis, come on, man. Like, it's not going to be fair. It, it's it's going to look so bad. It's going to look so bad. I'm like, y'all, like. You're going to go seven games with Dallas because Dallas is one of those teams that's like, okay, yeah, we're going to lose, but we're going to drain you out so the next team just instantly beats you in five. That, that is, the, If you look at Dallas history, that's exactly what the fuck they do. Every seven-game series that they have, the team that they lost to usually loses in the next round by you know in game five, possibly game six, if they aren't swept. So for me, I just I don't see – Phoenix being that team that's like, you know what? They're going all the way to the finals. People didn't even believe when they're like, oh, like they're a high seed. They're like, wait, Phoenix, aren't they, this supposed to be like a six seed? Like, as good as the team is, like they're supposed to be a five or six seed. 
compared to like if you look at like the play-ins and stuff like I personally, and I know this is going to sound really like blasphemous, like I thought New Orleans was a little bit better than uh, than Phoenix. In my opinion, they they will they they look like a better well-rounded team if Zion mm-hmm. wasn't eating fucking Junior Bacon cheeseburgers every day. They would have been a whole different yeah. series. But, <laughs> but speaking of, yeah. speaking oh, of Zion, speaking of Zion, he said um, he's going to yesterday, yesterday that had that had. And people in hell want ice water. That's the free, right? Big yeah. Mac, the, all the, the, all the Big Mac and the Big Mac sauce that he's eaten over the over the course of the past year and turned that man's brain into mush. That man really said that, Q. He really did. He That's funny. He would have played in, if, if if that series went seven. I have nothing nice to say. He wouldn't have played. <laughs> he wouldn't have played that, at all. That, that, hell no. That, that front <laughs> office, the, the coaches, they never would have let him. They would never, never let him play. Never. For one game? No way. Just to get to the second round to get swept? No way. Yeah. Do you remember when Q, like, he was telling us, he was like, I don't understand why Zion is sitting out. If he could be like he's on, you know, in the pre games and stuff, dunking and doing these windmill dunks and stuff, why isn't he on right. the court? <laughs> the fact that Q is now saying he's like, "Yo, Zion said he could play." I'm sitting like, "Yo, like this is why Q needs to be like a professional basketball coach because I can see Q being like, well, motherfucker, you're out there, get, 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 get on the goddamn court. <laughs> what are we doing? Just you know, put the, the, you know who else I put the burger down. Exactly, put the, put the goddamn you know burger down. series just like mm-hmm. that series uh that Memphis just finished with Minnesota, which mm-hmm. actually should have went seven. Yes, Minnesota should have went seven. Should have went seven. But we know um that Carl Anthony Towns is signing a lifetime contract with Charmin. So oh fast. no. Oh no. <laughs> That's so good. That's a good and Minnesota. And Q with and these Minnesota ran out of protesters too. Yo, y'all are crazy. What is wrong with y'all? Oh, I, I'm gone for fucking two weeks and come back. <laughs> I love it. I love it here. So, in, in additional, in additional, um, in additional news, what the fuck was that? They called a flagrant on uh, Draymond Green that mm-hmm. really wasn't a flagrant at all. Like, come on now. I think that it was no a flagrant two no, but it was it was definitely a flag a flagrant one. Yeah, I I think I mean he he grabbed his jersey in midair, yeah. and and like you know he, he did he, he tried he did bring him down, but but mm-hmm. a flagrant two no yeah and 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 that just goes that's Draymond's reputation. But you want to know what's so funny, though? And that's what the refs think. So, What's so funny about that whole situation with uh, Draymond is the NBA definitely made the clip of how many times Draymond's done that same shit 
and pros- like possibly saved a player from a career-threatening injury. Like, I, I know true. I've seen that clip. I'm like, oh, like, and I want to say Q shared it with us, like, on Twitter, where it was like, the uh, who was it that, like, they almost, they fell over Draymond and he caught them with, like, one arm behind his back. I forgot who that was, but it's, like, it's all over Twitter, like, the clip of him saving players during the game. Even, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, ja, uh, ja Morant. Remember when Ja was running full speed and he wasn't looking up and Draymond literally caught him mid, like, stride to stop, like, the momentum from him literally getting rushed and, like, falling flat on his face and shit? Like, that was a part of that clip. So, to all of a sudden give him a flagrant two for some shit that he's been doing for at least five or six seasons, it's stupid. But, again, the NBA, sometimes they get it wrong. Not as much as the, N- uh, the NFL, but sometimes they get it wrong. I think they got flagrant two. They got the wrong. That was not a flagrant two. Flagrant one, maybe. Flagrant yeah. two? No. Not at all. Yeah. Um, got to agree. Yeah, and then so and then the last series, um, Boston and <laughs> Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Real quick. <laughs> really quick, because I'm not making any excuses. The series is going seven games. I was just going to say that too. Milwaukee's not built for seven game series at all. Um, Cause here's the thing: you you might just want to let Boston win this one. Let, let let them go ahead and just skate on by because you want to see them versus Miami. You as Milwaukee don't want to see Miami. Y'all don't. They are they are not built to run for four straight like games against Miami. Boston is though. That defense versus Miami's defense will be a reason for either team to deserve to make it to the finals. Milwaukee has been skating by the entire fucking season. If Boston would have gone and said, you know what? We want, we want to win game one. They would have won game one. But I personally think Marcus Smart is a little bit hurt because he literally he throws, throws himself. Yeah, he yeah. throws himself around the entire fucking game. That's his fault. And I, I know someone's like, Greg, you can't blame they somebody. Also- but that, that style of playoffs is one of the Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've told you many times like that Jalen Brown is soft. Like soft. Um, good player, but Cat soft. Cat soft. Cat soft. Yeah. Or... yeah. Okay. Which somebody said something to me on Twitter and I, I was kind of confused because I didn't have an answer. And they were like, well, Greg, you had the option to keep him or Terry Rozier. And I'm like, either way, I'm, I'm doomed to fail. Like, Either one of them, I'm still going to be in the same position I'm in right now. Like, the only difference is one cost more. Like, Terry wanted Max. You can't get Max. Now, you got Jalen who thinks he wants Max, but he's not playing like Max. Somebody's going to give him the Max, and he's probably going to end up going to Charlotte where everybody else from Boston went. But but he's not getting a Max contract there. He may end up in New Orleans. He might end up maybe in Portland. but. He's not, for me, a player that's going to, you know, for a fact, he's going to get it done for you. If it wasn't for Boston, honestly, getting all the players they had four seasons ago back, Boston would not be where they are this series. They would be at home already. They would already be at home. 
Boston hasn't deserved to win the games that they've won outside of the Brooklyn series. They are, they are the best team in 2022. I will give them that credit. But that game I saw, I was like, yo, what in the fuck happened? And uh, my mother-in-law, she said, she was like, maybe they had too many games off. I was like, I think too, I think the same thing. I think Boston is one of those teams where you have to continuously, like, make them work. Like, they're that team that they have to, it's like practice. Like, what do you mean practice? Practice, practice. Yes, motherfucker, you want to practice twice a day, even on the days off. Like, I don't care if y'all don't have a game until Thursday. You're going to practice on Tuesday. You're going to practice on Wednesday. And you're going to practice Thursday morning before the game. And the only reason you do that is because they gave Boston officially five days off. And it looked like it. It absolutely looked like they had five games off. When I look at any Boston series in the playoffs where they've had that much time off, and they've had it, what, twice in the last, like, four years, where they've had, like, at least, like, four or five days of no gameplay because they won a series and another series wasn't completed yet. And then they ended up getting their asses handed to them because they got complacent. And here's the fucked up part about it. Y'all got home court advantage too? Don't don't fuck it up. Please don't fuck it up. Because you know what's going to happen. We win this series and we got to play Miami. That's not going to be fun. <laughs> it's not. It, you, you, you know how uh, that is going to be Shaba ranks ugly. And as somebody who is a Celtics fan, I'm, tell, I'm telling you this. Now, I don't, I don't want to hear from any of my compadres who are Celtics fans ask me the question of, so, what about the Celtics? I'm like, what the fuck you mean, what about the Celtics? We've been saying the same shit all fucking season, all year with this team. The reason why they've been so good is because they've had to play all these games. They had the softest schedule at the beginning of the season. They were playing like every three nights or some shit like that. And then come January, it's like, oh, these motherfuckers are playing like every other day. And then they had the little week, you know, and a half off for the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. They came back. And just like they cooking with hot grease. I'm like, I love it. I love get us to second place. That's what the fuck I wanted. When they were in first place, I'm like, yo, like, y'all got, got it better. But then they realized, like, hey, if we drop down a second, we might not have to play Brooklyn. And then, you know, the NBA being the pussies that they are, they're like, we got to get Brooklyn in there somehow. Like, fuck, just please. We need KD. We need anybody else that's left that's over the age of 27 on the fucking Brooklyn Nets. Oh, you got Kyrie too. Like, just something. And then we, like, we beat them. And everybody's excited. I was like, you're excited because we beat Brooklyn. Brooklyn beats Brooklyn. Half the people who are Brooklyn Nets fans don't even like them. They don't live in Brooklyn. What the fuck are we doing here? They've probably never been to Brooklyn. It's like Cowboy fans. You know how many Cowboys fans have never been to Dallas? Never driven to? They've never flown into Dallas airport. They don't even know where the fuck it's at. Right. So when I when I hear people talk about Boston, like I have to be like critical about it because when they win, I'm happy, but it's what I expect because I want my fucking team to win. When they lose, I'm giving them shit. And the only reason I give them so much shit is because it's like, bro, like, these are winnable games for me. And I know this is going to sound like a complete asshole statement. Milwaukee's just that good without Chris Middleton. Why the fuck can't you beat them? Chris Middleton was the reason why you would lose to them in previous years. He's sitting on the bench. Win the fucking games. Win the games while he's out so he doesn't have any reason to try to come back. Because now you're giving him rest and they are up by one game. So this motherfucker might, oh, I might come back game five. Please don't. Please don't. I, I don't want to see Chris Middleton on the court. I, I really don't. Because Giannis, he's already, he's already hard to defend. 
but what happens when you put Chris Middleton in? And who, who's that white boy who's uh, with Milwaukee who just all, – all he does is foul. I, I forgot what that bum dude-ass name – what is his fucking name? Grayson, Grayson yes, Allen? Yes. All, all he does is just run into people. He thinks it's NFL street and shit. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. like, do, you, do you realize all you have to do is shoot, pass, dribble, and defend? That's it. That's all he has to do. He's like, no, nah, I, I just want to run into somebody. He, he looks you, like that. Oh, go ahead. You remember? You remember in um, in college, he was known. He's notorious for uh, just tripping people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Straight up, literally, <laughs> just tripping people. Yeah, a dirty bass player. Can, can we take a um uh, a quick commercial break? This is our ad space that we normally don't have, but um. I, I want to say this is Q's fault for our current uh, sponsor break. <laughs> Apparently, the Met Gala is tonight, and is. Quentin, the host now? of the YBB Sports Desk, <laughs> decides that he's going to send us in our group chat a text of what Russell Westbrook is wearing to the Met Gala. And it, it looked in the. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, he man. looks like a Monopoly piece. Yeah, listen. <laughs> You know what? He, he, he looks like a Monopoly piece. Yes, yes. <laughs> Lou wins. Lou has had the comment of the night. I am done talking. I am. Fr- uh, Did you see that goddamn outfit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck I, is he doing? I, 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 looks like he. It looks like he's about ready to ask for some gray poupon. Oh no! Oh. No. <laughs> oh, no. oh. He looks like he's standing in front of the Kremlin. What is going? How do you have a sh- how do you have an outfit with like a built-in bib? That is, Hugh. Like, this is your fault, man. This, this is your fault. <laughs> oh, wow. No, n- nobody deserved this. It's for anybody who is wondering. Please go on your Twitters or your social medias and just type in Russell Westbrook and hashtag Matt Gallup. If you, if you would like. To mind you, I don't know that much of fashion. I'm not the most fashionable person. But one thing I do know is that if we're just calling like just wearing anything that you know somebody wore 78 years ago, fashion, sure, <laughs> that that's couture. That that is couture. Unbelievable. But you know what? Wow. Shout out, shout out to him for doing his thing because he might be the only athlete that I've ever seen that can honestly. Actually, I, I'm taking that back. I'm going to shut up because I'm not going to act like Dennis Rodman didn't exist. So, Q, what do we have next on the docket? (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, so. Thank you for that commercial break. I I wanted to talk about and discuss um, an article that I saw on the Mission Report about how. Talking about the, the Nets, Brooklyn, and the Lakers, and how um, with their seasons imploding, how stars can't run franchises. Mm. I have a debate on it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a little bit of this article, um, and then uh, maybe we can sprinkle in some, sprinkle in some Ben Simmons news in there, too. <clears throat> so, the Los Angeles Lakers went from winning the title in the 2019-20. Well, actually, they were gifted the title 
only because a certain legend, basketball legend, um, unfortunately lost his life in helicopter accident. But we're not going to talk mm-hmm. about him here today. Um, but not even qualifying for the play in two seasons later. Meanwhile, the 2021-22 season went off the rails early for the Nets with Kyrie Irving choosing to get vaccinated. But never fear, he'll help manage the team back to contention. He said, um, after they lost game four last Monday, he said, quote, when I say I'm here with Kev, I think that really entails us managing this franchise together alongside Joe and Sean. This is the same player who didn't suit up until January 27th, until January 5th, or play at home until March 27th, who choices contributed to James Harden's disillusionment. Suddenly, uh-huh. Irving will, quote, manage this franchise with Kevin Durant, the team's governor and general manager. Durant doesn't seem to have the same perspective. He said, uh, Yahoo Sports, <clears throat> that well, I feel like that got the narrative that the media created. I don't even think LeBron does that. Talking about how everyone knows basically LeBron, not Rob Poynton, the general manager of the Lakers. That, yeah, pretty much. Um, Durant is right. However, Irving's quote is not a media creation, just a transcription of his words. It's messy, but clearly the stars have significant say in L.A. and Brooklyn. Based on recent results, their influence may have steered their respective franchises astray. Upon the urging of LeBron James and Anthony Davis, the franchise traded its championship depth for Russell Westbrook. Yet, three stars still ended up with an extended vacation. After the season concluded, Davis said that he would meet with James to, quote, reevaluate in the offseason. Upstairs, me and I'm talking about the season and what we like to see next season, unquote. Ideally, their suggestion to the Lakers front office would be better than acquiring Russell. But James certainly has a strong influence on the Lakers' decision making. Multiple sources indicate that the front office is internally bringing pressure from Clutch Sports Group, who represents both LeBron and Anthony Davis for Russell. <clears throat> that may be an effort level of passing the buck. The NBA team should consider its stars' wishes for ultimately the best decision for the team. James is eligible for a contract extension this summer, and the franchise needs to try get on the same page as its star if the marriage is going to continue. Star players gained power over the last decade, in part because contract length has shrunk. Historically, the, the National Basketball Players Association used to fight for lengthier deals. Several years ago, one general manager decried that quote, that the players cave, unquote, in accepting sort of contracts and recent collective bargaining agreements. What's the sense that? So you, you think LeBron um, and Katie have too much power? Um, I, I, but before I answer the question, okay. I, just, I have to say my, the sentence that I had to type out because I wanted it to make sense. The era of the super team is dead, period. Mm-hmm. Especially when there are hungry, younger players that see their favorite older athlete peers as food and not friends, they are hungrier to beat them. Nobody is 
threatened anymore by teams made of legends. Even if they're constructed by our favorite current athletes. Saying that, Q, saying that passage, I'm going to answer your question now. Okay. <clears throat> Both LeBron and KD are the masters of their own fate, but they also know that their time is winding down. They have tried every trick in the book, and it doesn't work. The only time it worked was with KD last, which was you get yourself on a young team that's hungry and they want it now. Not a team who's like, you know what? We're going to get four, five, six, seven, eight rings. And it's like, how the fuck are you going to do that when you're 34? It's not going to happen. Stop lying mm-hmm. to yourself. I don't like KD isn't the issue in my personal opinion. Kyrie mm-hmm. has always been the issue historically with everything he's touched. And that's not me being the Kyrie hater that I am. It's just one thing that you said, one thing that you said that made perfect sense to me, Q, was they had they were on two completely different pages when it came to their team. Like they didn't come together to form the team that they formed. It's almost like they just meet up at the basketball court to shoot around. And then once they're finished playing ball, they go to two different towns. It's like, wait a minute, y'all don't even live in the same neighborhood. Like, what the, like, do y'all, do you just not understand each other? And it's, to me, that's how it feels. LeBron, at least when he's around, like, the players that he picks, the people he selects, he enriches their lives by, like, bringing them wherever he's at. Like, if you see LeBron at a party, more than likely he's at a party with his teammates and shit like that. When Katie's out, Katie's out with his folks and Kyrie is wherever the fuck Kyrie is. I don't think speaking outside of the world is flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just I can't see KD being the problem. It's all Kyrie for me because whatever Ky, uh, whatever KD does, I never see him saying much outside of his own criticisms. Whenever he fires back at anybody like Charles Barkley, ESPN, any of those guys, it's about his form of play and why he lost the game. And I know deep down he wants to say he's like, yo. I don't want to lose intentionally. It's these motherfuckers that I picked to play with that continuously fuck me over. Mm-hmm. But every at every whim outside of Golden State, everywhere that uh, that Katie has played in the at least in the league, he's been fucked over because he wanted to be friends with these people that honestly they don't have. I don't want to say the heart, but they just don't have the will to win. They need you to win it for them. They just want to be in participation. They want that participation trophy. When I look at like Katie and OKC, if they would have won that ring that year, everybody but Katie would have gotten fucking participation trophies, even Perkins, because they did less than nothing to get to wherever the fuck they were at. James Harden was a participation trophy. Looking at uh, what's that? Somebody's like background got like some beeping, but basically with um. With Brooklyn, when I see him, well, I'm sorry, when I see Brooklyn, I just see a team that when they lose, it's always KD's fault. And I'm looking like, yo, but that, like, KD, yes, he didn't have a good game, but he's being double and triple team. They literally took him out of the game, but you still had another superstar who did less than nothing. He's supposed to be the guy that, you know what, when you can't do, I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't get that from Kyrie. So whenever Kyrie's criticism happens from now on, it's always going to be like, well, he sat out because of COVID or 
New York didn't want him to play. I'm like, yo, but when he did play, he played like shit. Yes, he had a couple games that even I was surprised. I'm like, this motherfucker's dropping 40, 40, 35, 38, 43. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so when it comes to playoffs, where the fuck is that at? You getting beat by the team that you you went and saved their building, right? That's you, ain't it? You're the one who wanted to step on the goddamn logo. You, you're the one, you know, giving the fingers to the fans, telling them to suck your dick. And now you're at home. Now you're at home. That ain't KD's fault. That's not, uh, well, who the dude that, uh, jumped over the car in a dunk contest and his knees ain't been right ever since? Uh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Yeah, like, none of them. I, c- I could not tell you outside of the three of them and, uh, who, who's the bum dude who everybody's keep, who everybody thinks is good, but I think he's just a bum, uh, Bryce Brown or Bruce Brown or, I, he's a scrub dude. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody's making it to be like, oh, he's this good player. I'm like, oh, great. Like, Cool. Like, if, if y'all think he's good because he plays for Brooklyn and he had 26 points when nobody else wanted to score, be my guest. Sure. Sure. That, if that's what we want to do. But we're not going to sit here and act like it's Katie's fault for honestly being locked down, but he has nobody else. One, one teammate that he was supposed to have walked out on him. Then you got another teammate that never even walked in because he's like, you know what? I'll show up when I want to show up. Th- this is about me. Everything is a spectacle. <clears throat> And comparing that to LeBron, LeBron picks people who aren't as good as LeBron, but they're on a level. It's like, you know what? They better than most of the people out here right now. When I see AD, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's better than most people whenever he plays. That's the equivalent of in fucking two seasons. LeBron's like, you know what? I want to play with Zion. And then Zion never plays. I'm like, oh, well, I'm used to that. I, I saw that in LA for three years. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, no. At, le- at least I know with LeBron, though, I've seen the good points of, like, you know what? Once he gets, you know, like a Wade or a Bosh or a team that honestly says, you know what? I'm hungry and I want to win. It's going to happen. He's going to win. KD in Golden State, people are like, oh, well, that wasn't his team. That's why he left. Well, good. You don't have to have your own fucking team. I know that's what KD wanted so bad. But now look at him. Now he's, he's on his own team on an island again. Mm-hmm. Yep, literally, and, literally on an island in Cancun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, I'll land my plane by saying this because I know I talked for a while. Um, Katie, a- as somebody that's local to the city and stuff like that, like I can't blame that man for giving his best in that Boston series, honestly giving his best all season when he was able to play because I expect nothing less from him because that's everything. I've, I've gotten everything I could honestly ask for from Katie. I still haven't seen the best Kyrie. I still haven't seen the best James. We're never going to see the. We're never going to see the best Kyrie. It's hard. Yeah, hard yeah. And, but and the reason we won't get the best of them is because the both of them. I'm talking about Harden as well. The reason why we won't get that is because they're always attached to someone else. I've seen the best in KD, even in Brooklyn. I'm like, yo, like when he's on, he's on. When Golden State, when you know, when uh, Curry and uh, what's the name went down. Guess what? KD got them where they needed to fucking get. When they're injured for fucking 15, 16 games and he's out here fucking scoring 37 points a night? Yes. Okay. You're supposed to do that. I'm entitled to ask you to make them stats because you're fucking Kevin Durant. I don't know what I'm entitled to with Kyrie because I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know what I'm going to get with Harden. But I do know one thing. When they say, you know what? I'm tired of being here or I'm tired of playing here. You know what they do? They turn the fucking lights off and they don't pay the bill. They're like, you know what? Nah, I'm out. 
I'm tired of seeing James Harden in fat suits. I'm tired of that ugly ass bush that Kyrie Irving has. I'm tired of the fact that the Brooklyn Nets jerseys are terrible. I'm tired of the fact that the Knicks are right up the street and had a better record all fucking season and didn't get into the goddamn playoffs. I'm tired of the New York Mets. I'm tired of the Yankees. I'm tired of the accents. I'm tired of the rats. I'm tired of the Metro. I'm tired of the fact that Uncle Drew was actually a good movie that I would never probably watch again in real life. I'm tired of the fact that people are saying that the fucking Brooklyn Nets should have been first seed in the Eastern Conference. And I'm like, yo, who is their sixth man? If nobody can tell me who their sixth man is, please, from the bottom of your heart, lick the bottom of my balls. Because there's no fucking way you're going to tell me (laughs) that the Brooklyn Nets... (laughs) Out of every team in the Eastern Conference is better than what we've seen. Oh my and the, god. And the proof is in the pudding because boy. And it, it hurt. It, it hurt you like Lou and Q because when I saw them go home, like as a Boston fan, it felt good for like five minutes to be like, oh well, Kyrie did all that shit. He, you know, jarring at the fans and he's talking about how the fans ain't doing this. He got fine. All this shit felt good for five minutes. But then it slowly like it dawned on me. I'm like, yo, like the team, the team is bigger than Kyrie. Like the the team, I can't hate on Brooklyn. That's why I would never hate on them. I just didn't like Kyrie. But now that mm-hmm. you know what, he, he's got his licks. Like you know what, all the things like that was supposed to happen, like the stars aligned, it happened, and that's your fault. Like you lost because your team lost as a result of you. KD didn't lose that series for them. The person he's supposed to look to is number two, which is you. You lost that game for him. You lost that series for him. So now how can I trust you as your teammate going forward? If I'm KD, I'm like, yo, like, I, if you would, please, Kyrie, if you could just opt out of your contract and just go somewhere else, I would be a happy man. <laughs> I, 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 no, I, and I'm not saying it to be petty. I'm just saying it's like, yo, like, I would rather Kyrie do a LeBron. Just instead of leaving and jumping ship, let Kyrie walk. Kyrie's done it before. He's saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to stick with Brooklyn. And we know for a fact, September, he's like, hey, you know what? I said that, but you know what? I, I want to part ways. Kyrie Irving's going to request a trade. Now, don't make me the bad guy because you know what happens on this show? Greg, Q, and Lou will say something that's a hot take. And then in fucking 24 hours, ESPN breaking news, Kyrie Irving wants, demands a trade from Brooklyn. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What happened? So it, just know if it happens, it's not our fault. But I personally want... KD to have his own team where people don't want him to just play with his friends. I want him to have a fresh start the same way that LeBron had a fresh start in uh, LA. Meaning, okay, yeah, you play with the players who are here for now, but if the motherfuckers can go somewhere else and get you something better, some pieces to work with, even if you just win one ring, I'll take that shit. Because that year that the Lakers won, guess what happened? LeBron didn't have any choice. They gave him his pieces. After that, he started tinkering with shit and toying with this and moving this and moving that. And guess what happened? Loss after loss after loss. Mm-hmm. That's true. So the moral of the story here, and I'm going to land a plane, is players should no longer be allowed to play with their friends. If you want to play with your friends, go to the summer league, go to these other shootouts and shit like that. Or alternatively, wait until you go to their town. You got to play them anyway, right? If you want to be the better man, stop playing with your friends. So I'll land a plane there, man. Okay. Okay. And, and, and to to like piggyback what you said real quick, um, I'm just going to 
I brought it up last week to Q, but I, I'm going to take my victory lap um, because at the beginning of the season, uh, I did say that the Lakers would probably miss the playoffs or get bounced in the first round. <laughs> And I did say that the Nets would lose in the first round too. So he just I'm did that. I, I, I pretty sure I did. No, you did. What? Okay, okay. You did. Um, I was wrong. I said that the fucking Atlanta uh, Hawks were going to be good, and boy, um, yeah, they were not yeah. good. They got spanked like a four year old in Kmart. That shit was bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was bad. But I will say. Q so far is on point when it came to the remember when we did the predictions for the playoffs, he's actually been he hasn't missed. He he has not missed on any of his picks so far that I can remember. I think he even picked Memphis to beat uh Minnesota. And that was when that was play ins, right? That was who was it? That was play ins. Uh, yeah. So No, no, no. That was first round. That was first round. That was first round. First round, yeah. Yeah, he picked the play-in teams as well as the first round. So he already said who was going to win out of the first round. So, it just, yeah, so you see, you, you see, um, you see, like, you. You see why that's what I said to Kyrie game. too. That's what I said to Kyrie. <laughs> too. I, I said, I said it too. That 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 night when they lost, I said that oh shit to my, my TV with the volume at seventy-two. Fuck you. Go ahead. Yeah, tell so, her to say it again. No, tell her to say it again. <laughs> yeah, because I need, I need that sound clip for Twitter right there. And I, I need that sound clip. <laughs> so, oh, my. Oh, boy. So you see the, the show is named Tremarius Jamel Morant. is that dude for a reason. He's, he's, he's that dude. <laughs> Woo! Um. <laughs> um, so that's pretty much it for uh, I, I'm, I'm going to leave Ben Simmons alone this week. I mean, he's been beat up enough. You know what? Fuck it. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to leave him alone. I'm gonna leave him alone. I'm no, sure. no, no, we're not. No, we're not. Ben Simmons, you dirty piece of shit. This is your fucking problem. <laughs> Everybody's been telling your bum ass since you let he quit on LSU. He quit on Philly. He's quitting on Brooklyn. The only person he hasn't quit on yet is the person that's making him his money. The, the fucking they they told him they told us since he was scouted that all he cares about is himself. He's a self centered little piece of shit. He's like that turd that you ever like. You feel like you have like to take the biggest dump in the world. You're like, yo, I got to take a shit. And you feel like it's going to be this one big ass log and it just ends up being like a pebble of shit. He's that pebble of shit. You're like, yo, it's hurting my stomach. I don't understand why I've been straining for fucking 10 minutes. Like that 10 minutes of strain is like a season for Ben Simmons. You're like, yo, I'm straining with Ben Simmons. I'm trying my hardest to get this shit out. All I wanted it to do is cooperate. And you know what? It doesn't cooperate. You're sitting on that goddamn toilet trying to squeeze out this Ben Simmons. And you're like, you know what, Ben? All I need you to do is just play. Just fucking play. And you know what he does? My back. How the fuck does your back hurt for two seasons? You aren't carrying shit. You aren't doing shit. You aren't shooting shit. You didn't pass shit. You What the fuck does Ben Simmons do? Yo, Kylie, I'm sorry. What was the other, what was the fucking Jenner that, uh, the one that actually looks good without like all the surgeries and shit, not Kylie, um, the supermodel one, the one that Ben was like, Kendall, 
are they even still dating right now? Either way, because I don't want to. I, I do not want Chris Jenner coming at me with like a you know take this episode down because I'm not. But basically, Ben Simmons, let me just talk to you for a second. You don't want to be on my shit list like Kyrie Irving. And the only reason I say this is because you hear what I say about Kyrie Irving. It's going to be worse for you. And the reason why is because you light skin. You extra light skin. You like the you like the the mauve of light skins. Like you you are the topes of light skin. You are a player who honestly like you've had everything thrown at you since you got into the league and you've gotten nothing to show for it. They literally made a rule where like, you know what? if you can't win a rookie of the year because you're injured, guess what? You can be a rookie again the next year. And it's like, why the fuck? How? You, you can be a rookie twice? That, that is the equivalent of literally being held back six years in high school and then went in valedictorian. It's like, no, they've been fucking dumb for six years. How the hell? How the fuck you give them valedictorian? They've been an idiot for literally six years. Ben Simmons, <laughs> Ben Simmons is like, yo, how the fuck did you give him rookie of the year? I'm sitting like, yo, I know for a fact he, how? If somebody can make that shit make sense to me, I will give you a dollar. Because I'm sitting, I'm like, okay, Ben Simmons, this, oh, this is the hill y'all want to die on. Cool. So we, we, we give Ben Simmons his flowers when he's playing. You're like, you know what? All we want him to do is shoot. And he's like, I don't want to shoot. Okay, so pass. I, I don't want to pass. We'll rebound. Yeah, I, I won't do that either. Well, what do you want to do? I, I I don't know. I just I, I I'm I'm just Ben Simmons. I just want just want to be here. Well, what the fuck do you mean you just want to be here? Like you got to do something. <laughs> well, but what if I don't want to do anything? You have to do something. Well, I, I just don't want to do anything. But we literally we pay you. To, th- this is how it sounds talking to Ben Simmons. You see how frustrating that shit is? Yes. Like talking to a five year old child. Q, you you are the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. Lou, you are going to be the G- the GM of the Brooklyn Nets, and this is you'll be him after Q. You'll be that after Q. Q. I'm Ben Simmons. Explain to me that I'm not doing what you want me to do as an athlete, and what I'm supposed to do, and more importantly, what am I going to do to help the team? Talk to listen, me in that manner. Okay. Okay. So listen here, Ben. So you're supposed to be. We just gave you and uh, gave you 141 million, 146 million dollars extension. We just want you to play. I don't care if you don't shoot. I just, I just need you to play. I need you to go on the court, help us get, help the team get wins, so that we can have really good playoff position. That's all. That's it. But what if my back hurts? Then you get treatment, and then you get your ass on the court and play. But what if I can't make it to the doctor because my back hurts? We will bring the doctor to you. We just need you to play. But what if I can't answer the door because my back hurts? We'll buy an opener for you. Just get out there and play. But I can't get out of the bed because my back hurts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> do, do you see where I'm going with this shit? No. <laughs> and, and the fucked up part about it is, like, and we're gonna keep going because this is good. This this is a good piece of dialogue, and I really wish Ben Simmons would like get this into a system. So, Q, now you're you're not the GM talking to me. You're the coach. We're at practice, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the scenario. We're at practice. I show up. I have on gold chains, a black t-shirt, a V-neck jacket, <clears throat> some shorts, mm-hmm. a sweater, some Nikes, and some white socks. Now, mind your phone. And your cell phone's in your car. And my cell phone. And I'm coming to practice. So you tell me 
as the coach, we're having this conversation. You start, Q. Then why why are you not in uh, workout gear? This, this this is practice. Well, see, since my back hurt, I couldn't put on the jersey, coach. I had to go and just leave the clothes that I had on because taking off my chains hurts my back. So what I usually do, coach, is I can play like this if you want me to. That's only if you want me to play. Just let me know because I'll play. I just got to make sure that my back is okay. Okay, so if your back is hurting, why aren't you getting treatment on? Well, the thing is, my agent told me that I could get treatment, but then it would further hurt my back. So he told me instead, just come to practice and just give a good effort in what I had on. Is this going to be okay, though? No, it's not okay. You see everyone here, everyone else here in practice is dressed, prepared to practice. What makes you really different? Well, I don't plan on shooting the ball, coach. I plan on, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the power forward slash point guard, so I'm supposed to pass the ball. You don't need me to really do a lot, right? All I got to do is just pass it to my teammates, right? I'm here for my teammates. It's just my back hurts. If you were here for your teammates and your back was hurting, then you should be with the trainers getting treatment for it. Well, see, if I'm with the trainers, then I can't be with my team. And I want to be with my team. I want to travel with the team because they're going to be in L.A. this weekend, coach. And I got to see my girlfriend. I'm sorry. I mean, I got to show up to my teammates, you know, for my teammates <laughs> because my girlfriend, I mean, my teammates are going to be in L.A. And since, you know, Kendall, I mean, my teammates are going to be out there. I got, I got to be able to be on the road when my girl is there, when my teammates are there. I'm sorry. You know, just my phone keeps ringing and I, I get distracted sometimes, coach. So, but here's the thing. So my back hurts, right? And it's best for me to go and get my treatment in LA this week instead of in Philly. Because even though I live in Philly, the team's going to be in LA. And I heard the treatment's better in LA. So what I'm going to do is I decided to come to practice to show you I could play. Not tonight, not tomorrow in L.A. I can probably play in like four weeks, right? So if I play in four weeks, but if I practice really, really hard every day, in four weeks, I possibly can play. Is that okay? Okay, I'm all confused now. You you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. <laughs> and, and think, and, let's say that one. So, 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 now, so now, Lou. Um, oh, boy. So, Lou, you are now the coach <clears throat> of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. You've just made a trade for me, Ben Simmons. I haven't played all year because of my back. And you already know of the discussions that I've had with Coach Q. So, Coach Lou. Can you please explain to me that, hey, um, it is the playoffs and it basically gives me the option to play and say that, you know what, whatever, basically whatever you want to say. But I have to try to start this series because it's like a do or die series and we want to make sure that you are in the right gear to, you know, play. All right. Uh, We'll start a morning shoot around. How's that? Yeah, let, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. Hey, Ben, how you feeling today? How's the back doing? It's doing good, Coach. Like I, I've been coming to the you know the games. I haven't been playing, but I have been sitting because you know the chairs are comfortable courtside. So you know I just I enjoy coming to the games. 
I just don't really think I'm fully prepared to start. I mean, I could probably give you like five or six minutes. You know, I can do the shoot arounds because like I don't really have to run around. But I, I feel like I'm about like 93 percent. OK, well, uh, we can use you for about maybe 15 to 18 minutes. So uh, what do you think about that? You think you can possibly put it about 15 to maybe 18 minutes worse? It, it is uh, the playoffs. Well, which quarter? It, uh, we'll probably have you uh, come off the bench. Uh, probably first quarter for a little bit in the second, maybe a little bit in the third. See, and then see, if we really need you. My, my therapist and my, my therapist and my chiropractor said I can't start in the first half because the first half is like the, the hardest part of the game for me and it's the most strenuous so i i can't do it on my back the first half what how do you how do you feel about the second half what, what do you think well um you might have your own therapist but we have team doctors and i have to listen to our team doctors and oh. our team doctors said that you could probably put in about 15 to 18 minutes uh whenever i need you now you what gotta you think it's the playoffs yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. So I can't start the first half because my doctors that I paid separately outside of the team doctors that they told me what they knew because they're professionals, even though yours are professionals, mine are like professional professionals because my agent <laughs> purchased those professionals. So they said I can't start in the first half. But then my agent just called me 15 minutes ago, Rich, and he said he doesn't know if he feels comfortable with me starting the second half because that could probably re-injure my back, you know, carrying the team and all. So how about overtime? Like if the game goes into overtime, I can start maybe like four or five minutes. How do you feel about that? No. Think that works? No, no, that ain't gonna work. I I need you I need you first half. I need oh, you oh, oh, first oh, coach, quarter. Coach, coach, I gotta call you back. My back is hurting again. How about I, I come to the game tonight and I just we'll just go day to day for the next like six months. How do you feel? Is that okay? Uh, I'm going to have to talk to the front office about this. Oh, my, my agent already talked to them. So Rich says he's going to have his people talk to their people. And then their people want to talk to the people of your people because they don't want to talk to you directly because they don't want to make you upset. So they're just going to talk to whoever talks to you after we're done talking. But don't call me back. Just call them and then they'll get in touch with me. Is that okay? I'll get in touch with you, Ben. All right, so I'll, I'll see you tonight uh, courtside, right? You still got my tickets, right? Uh, you're sitting on the bench with the players. No, I, no, no, no. That wasn't the agreement. I want to sit with Drake. Um, no, you, uh, you're going to sit on the bench with the players, with your teammates. That's why we traded for you to be a part of the team. Uh, we can't have this no more, Ben. Well, can my agents and like my entourage sit like right behind me because they have to hold my phone? I don't care where your agent sits. <laughs> <laughs> Late, ladies and gentlemen, this is. I think we need to do this more often. That that's, <laughs> that's some shit that he would do, and it's so fucked up because. I can imagine him doing all that shit. Like, hey, coach, by the way, right? <laughs> I can't start in the first or the second half. What about overtime? <laughs> yeah, what about what? overtime? <laughs> God, he's just do, do me a favor, Ben. Don't don't wear that god awful green leather hefty bag jumpsuit oh, you had on. He, he wear really your team gear. 
he he hates playing. Oh man, he does. He busts. You know. You know what? From now on, I, I think we we need to have conversations with certain people every week. We're going to just call like a different person. So. I think Q oh, needs to have like a, a call with like Dan Snyder and just have an update on the team. And <laughs> like Lou, you have you have to be Dan Snyder, man. Like every every week, oh, no. like he oh, Lou no. calls on you and he's like, "Hey, you know, Dan, how's the team going this week?" And it's like, "Oh, we just lost again. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> we just made an acquisition for 150 million dollars." And we're, we're touching the pussies of women that we have no business touching. But you know what? <laughs> Guess what? Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. Oh, this podcast won't be because of the shit I say. I'm sorry. Who? No, that, that's, that's what makes it better. <laughs> what, what else? Oh, we, got, we, we, have a, we have a voicemail. Yeah, I'm going to play from Cassie. Uh, so I'm going to play that right now. Here we go. Yes, I'm confused on who keeps signing off on all these back issues caused by mental health issues. I guess that's the question. Like, who's giving these official sign-offs? We've been trying to figure that shit out for at least, what, a year? Like, oh, how since, June, <laughs> since June 2021. <laughs> gotta be Kendall. Man, gotta be. How is she... She is breaking that man's back. What in the fuck is yeah. he doing? I'm telling you, we, we're over here worried about Deshaun Watson getting fucking massages and shit. Ben Simmons needs one. He needs to go to Houston. That's where the fuck he needs to be at. This guy's <laughs> out here fucking around. How have you had like a back injury for two seasons? Yeah. And then, but then it's a back injury and it's like mental health. I don't know. There, there's, yeah, there's it's, something, it's, something ain't right. Something ain't right. What? You just I'll show you. But Q, what ha- Q and Lou, what happens if, and this is a small case, what mm-hmm. happens if he's hiding an injury that's so, like a Penny Hardaway injury where it's like, he actually knows for a fact he can't play anymore. He just won't disclose it. That's why he won't go to team doctors. He has to go to his professional doctors. That way they won't leak the information that, hey, you know what? His back is actually worse than you think, and he should actually never play again. Like some Peyton Manning shit. Mm-hmm. I, I really well, think, in my personal opinion, is that. It, it very well could be. It, it literally it, could be. At this at this point now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's an injury he's like embarrassed to talk about or something like mm-hmm. like like I don't know. Maybe like maybe Kendall cut off his balls or some shit. You know I what? Mean, yep. I, I mean, just that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. See, you. I, w- I was going to be super dark with it. I was going to be like, yo, no. maybe he has like erectile dysfunction, is fucking with his back, like some shit like that. And I know it, it happens, but it's like. Bro, like when you think about shit like that, it, like you said, Lou, it could be something that is really like serious for him, but we're taking it as a joke. And then when we find right. out the actual diagnosis, we're like, damn, we we're kind of going like hard on him. But it's like, bro, like yeah. you would have been better off just fucking telling people, like exactly, you, like stringing stringing teams along when you're getting their money. It's like yo, like you're trying to get. There was a show, like was it Ballers? Yeah, it was fucking Ballers, where Homeboy knew for a fact his career was over and he couldn't play anymore. But he was just going from team to team to team trying to get all the money and shit, knowing for a fact mm-hmm. that he wasn't worth it. It's like, bro, like your career's been over. But you keep promising shit and then you're not playing. It's like, 
I'm trying to think what other athlete in the league, like, for, uh, I hate to say this guy's name because I don't feel like this is him, but like Christian McCaffrey, like he knows for a fact whatever injury he has is worse than we think. So it, it has to be the same thing with Ben, like that back shit. I've never heard somebody use a back injury for two years. Only other person I know that held out an injury for that long was when Gilbert Arenas was like, no, I'm going to hold on to my $100 million contract. Fuck that. I'm just keep saying I'm injured. But, but I mean, Ben's losing a lot of money. I mean, he's trying to recoup that money. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, that's going to be like a legal process with the front office and everything like that. So, yeah. I mean, and, and again, I, I mean, I, I understand the, the, the mental health issues. And I, I know that's nothing to, you know, mess around mm-hmm. with. Or, you know, or you make fun of or nothing like that. But, I mean, yeah, if you're going to sit there for two years mm-hmm. and say your back hurts, I mean, it, it, it. there's a lot of people that are thinking it's something other than that. Put it mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Well, it's going to hurt even worse because if it's Katie and Ben Simmons as the the Twin Towers in New York – Pause, but you know what I mean. Like the two tall motherfuckers mm-hmm. in New York and Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like, can you just imagine? Like, Kyrie's out of there. He's gone. Like, in my personal opinion, he's not coming back. He keeps saying he's going to. He's not coming back. He, he's going to find a way to get off that team. Um, yeah, I think so too. And you, you have to deal with fucking Ben Simmons and Katie and Katie's burner account. Oh man, <laughs> I, I, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait. And I'm a KD fan, bro. But the only thing I can slander KD about is the burner accounts. But if he is stuck with Ben Simmons with a max contract and he doesn't want to play, man, I'm telling you, it's going to be a rumble in the jungle. And I can't wait. It's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. I agree. Especially especially if Kyrie leaves. I, I want him to leave. I want Kyrie to literally go to a team on a like. I want him to go to like a state that doesn't go to Seattle, and just get your own team. Just I don't care if they don't have the Supersonics. Just create the Supersonics for him, <laughs> and then get like players who they they haven't played all fucking year, and when they do, they usually get injured. Like just have a team of like people like Kyrie on that team. Get like Andre Iguodala. Get um. Uh, Udonis Haslam, uh, JaVale McGee. Um, I'm trying to think of some other players who just like they're good, but they're like they're, they're like terrible trash. Like they're terrible. Like okay, like they're good morale boosters for the team. They they hang out at nightclubs and they'll get you bottles for free. But then when it comes to the court, they give you like nine points and shit. And you're like, oh, we lost by thirty tonight. And it's like, yeah, but we're going to the club, right? Yeah. So Udonis, uh, Udonis Haslam, definitely. Um, what, what was uh the dude Birdman from NBA? I don't even know if he's still in the league anymore. But Birdman, absolutely, no. he's not in the Anderson, league anymore. I think his name was no, he's not in the league anymore. Well, no, that's that, that's, a, that's another reason why he's going to play with the Seattle Supersonics. Um, who else? Who else can we have on this team? Um, Grayson Allen, he can get traded there because I think he's played with everybody else. Ricky Rubio, add his ass to that team as well. Um, James Harden may want to come and play with them, but it just depends on what happens with Philly this year. Um, how many of Giannis's brothers are in the league still? Is Are both of them still in the league? Two. Yeah. One's for the Good. Lakers and uh, one's on the Bucks. 
Good. The one that's on the Lakers, send him to Seattle with Kyrie also. That way he can say he has better LeBron experience than Kyrie does. So, yes, send his ass over there as well. Um, I need two more players. Lou, you give me one terrible player from the NBA that you would like to see play with Kyrie and the Seattle Supersonics. And Q, you do that as well. Okay. One terrible player. When I say terrible, meaning like you just don't like them. They could actually be a good player. You're like, you know what? But I just don't want him like to have. Okay. Like, I, I don't want him to succeed. I got one. He, he's been in the league for a little bit. Paul Millsap. You know what? I love it. And the fucked up part about it, this lineup so far is actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> 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 they're so good, but they're bad. You know, th- think about it. Grayson Allen. Um, who else did I say? I said Birdman, Kyrie Irving. Um, you Udonis got Paul Millsap. Udonis Haslam. Um, who is the other? Uh, I said Grayson Allen and Ricky Rubio. Bro, they, Rubio. they you know, that's actually a really good squad so far. Q, who, who else you got, man? Oh, man. Uh, this is tough. Ooh, this is tough. <clears throat> okay, let's think. So, criteria one more time. So, they basically just have to be a player that you don't like, but they can't be like a superstar. So, it can't be a superstar because Kyrie has to have his own team. So, he has to be the star of his own team, and he'll be that guy. Um, they're going to play... With Kyrie for the Seattle Supersonics. Right now, I'm going to Sergi Ibaka. God, this team just keeps getting better and better. It's like the fucking <laughs> team. That's a good one, too. That's a good Okay, so to run down that roster again. So we got Kyrie Irving. We got Sergi Ibaka. Grayson Allen. Ricky Rubio. Udonis Haslam. Um, who else did I say? Uh, JaVel Birdman. 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 Paul oh, Millsap. Paul Millsap. That's not, yo, that fucking that's actually the Milwaukee Bucks right now. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Oh, oh, and Chris Middleton. That's the t- yo. If they had Chris Middleton, actually, no, no, take take Chris Middleton off. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Somebody, mm, Draymond Green. Nah, he's just nah. Not, I don't think you can have Dre. Yeah, Dre. Oh no, not Draymond. Who's the dude who looked like he eats boogers and shit for uh for uh Minnesota? That's Chris Middleton. <laughs> no, not no. Uh, what, what is his fucking Patrick, name? Pat, oh, Patrick, Minnesota, Patrick Minnesota. Beverly. Fucking Patrick Beverly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that's the ten. That team right there, the Seattle Sea, uh, Seattle SuperSonics. But I ain't gonna say too much more. Q, what, what else you got for us, sir? <laughs> I have actually we've reached the end of the docket. Uh, wow. Wow, Q, you put together uh, well, a great show this week, man. Look at you. I tried. I tried. I tried. Um, oh, yes. We are at the part of the show where we give out some well-earned awards for the week. So, whoever wants to go first. I don't have um, any awards this week. Yeah, I, I don't have any awards this week. I, I do want to say, though, um, my predictions, because we won't have another show until Monday. Um, my predictions for the series, though, because I don't think we did that for the NBA. Um, I think that Dallas is going to win the series. That's my early prediction. I think they're going to end up winning that series. I think that we already said Boston is going to go seven. 
Um, I do feel like the Miami series is going to go six games and it could go either way. It just depends on the health of Jimmy. Cause I think, is he still injured or I can't remember, but either way, that no, one's going to go. He played tonight. He played tonight. Okay. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. So right now my team's coming out of the East though. I'm going to say Miami and Boston and my teams on the West. I'm going to say golden state and um, Dallas. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I'll give my predictions to them. Um, out of the East, it's going to be Miami and Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, out of this this playoff yeah, first series, game ugly. yeah. Um, and in the West, uh, I'm going to take Phoenix and Golden State. Okay. What about you, Q? Um, out of the East, Miami and Miami and Boston. And yeah, Miami and Boston in the West. I'm going to go upset special. Phoenix mm. and Memphis. Whoa. Ooh. We got to put a, we got to put a wager on that one. Lou. We got, we got to put oh. a wager on that one. There Q, you go. There we go. If, if, Mem- if Memphis beats Golden State, Q, $50 tab to your favorite restaurant or bar. That, that's wow. if, if they right. beat Golden State, I'm giving Q $50 to whatever restaurant or bar he would like to go to. You heard it here first. Clip, make that sure is, you, you get that clip. That's a good put one. That in, put that in the, the chat. Put it in the thing <laughs> because I just I can't see it. I honestly can't see it. And I, I say I say Memphis for a reason because mm-hmm. they nearly beat Golden State yesterday. They mm-hmm. they did. They did. It last second too. Yeah. They nearly beat them. They nearly beat them yesterday. Okay. Um, I like I said the show is named Tamarius Jamel Morant is that dude for a reason. That that is his full name. That's his full name. The jar comes from Jamel. See. Well, I mean, it could be worse. He could be named Dakota Prescott. So sounds like <laughs> sounds like Sydney Prescott's stepsister in a screen movie, right? Like Dakota Prescott, Um, but yeah, Q. Like I, I think that's an honest bet. We'll we'll hold it that way. Like if I win the bet, I just win the bet because I think everybody is expecting Golden State to win. But if you get Memphis out of that series and they end up going to the conference finals, because I think yes, conference finals, right? So Mm -hmm. yeah, if if who, who, yeah. So your your Memphis this year is my Atlanta last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at Q. Look at Q go. I can't plus I'm tired of plus I'm tired of always seeing Golden State. And everyone is saying that Golden State is the best team in the playoffs this year. They're not. They're not. Jordan Poole's just really, really good, and nobody expected it. Yeah. Because Clay ain't really – after he missed those two free throws, I was like, oh, that, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and, he, 
80% free throw shooter and he's missing two clutch free throws. I was like, John B got to figure that shit out. Like, what the fuck is he doing? I don't like that. But, yeah, I I like our hot takes. Uh, Do we have any other sports coming up? Q, I I think UFC doesn't have anything going on right now. There was a boxing fight that happened that nobody watched because I personally didn't watch it. I didn't hear anybody talking about it. Um, it was like Stevenson or some shit like that. I didn't watch it, though. Yeah, I just um, saw the highlights on, on Sports Center was, about it. That's same, it. Same here. Same here. Uh, there, was a, there was a really big women's boxing uh, fight um, this weekend that people were talking about. I can't remember who, who fought. <laughs> so that tells you how big it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, we have the WNBA starting this week. Mm-hmm. I saw an um, announcement about the all. They have an All Star game. Is it in DC or did it, it's it's somewhere near, like around here, but it's not in DC. The W. Hold on, I can look it up. <laughs> um, I think the. Let me see. Let me Google it now. So the All Star Game is going to be for the WNBA. It's going to be in. Excuse me. It's going to be in. It's going to be in Chicago. Look at me being way off. I'm thinking it's fucking like Baltimore. (laughs) I I really thought I saw like it was like Baltimore, like Jersey or something like that. I mean, either way, like it would be nice. Chicago. I'm going to try to get to a WNBA event. I'm I'm going to try, and the only reason I say that is because the only thing I have hope for in in DC this year. Um, I did have hope for the Nationals queue, and I think it's because we haven't gone to any games. Why they're just, in my opinion, nobody's talked like talked about the fucking like Nationals all year. Even y'all haven't even talked baseball. And I was like, dang, like we had the whole lockout. We come back. It's really about- nothing to discuss until um, trade deadline in the yeah. So like who like in baseball, I know we like we definitely going over, but whatever. Baseball, like who are the leaders right now? Like in I guess like each series <laughs> well, not, in league, thing. I'm sorry. But here's the thing, like scoring <laughs> is down. Scoring <laughs> is down a lot. Home runs are down. Um, like so on FanDuel they have a home run challenge and I think so far one person one person the last time I checked one person has uh, eclipsed let me double check right now yeah only one person got three got their predicted the players the the three players who want to hit home runs uh, so they just got a nice clean two thousand dollars. But <coughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it's a free contest. Does that doesn't even cost anything? Damn. All you have to do is pick three players who you think are going to hit who's going to hit home runs. And if those three, it could be like if those three players hit three home runs, mm-hmm. you win. You win a share of the money. And so like I said, so far tonight, and I know scoring is down because usually. Um, because I follow MLB home runs on Twitter. Yeah. Usually there's like 30 notifications of home run hit. There's only been like four 
<laughs> and this dude picked three of them. <laughs> and dude picked three of them. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Well, so so um, there's is there no money to be made in like DFS when it comes to baseball so far this year? Or you know, there's money to be made. I just haven't made it. <laughs> okay. yeah, you know, there's me money neither. To be made. There's money to be made. I think right now, like it's the first month. You know, the basically you just finished, you know, just wrapped up the first month of the season. Um, yeah. Roles are still being uh, uh, determined and everything. Like I said, I, I really no no reason to talk baseball until June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, aside from the one, aside from the one story, like Trevor Bauer being suspended two years for two seasons. Mm. Damn. Two seasons. Yep. Jesus. That's about it. That's about. That's about it. On uh, on the base on, on the baseball front, because I mean, we we know we know who the good team. We know we're starting to see good teams separate themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, like like the Mets, I'm actually shocked. But like I said, really, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing really to discuss until until June. Yeah, until, I mean the only other. The only other thing that I can bring up, and I don't even know how many of our listeners uh, follow it or not, but uh, the NHL playoffs, the hockey playoffs started today. <clears throat> yeah, and so playoffs did start. Um, and, yeah, the NHL playoffs are the, started. <laughs> are, wait, are the Capitals even, like, were they good yes. this year at all? They, they yes, made they the playoffs. Aaron, uh, OV had another 50 goal season. Okay. Uh, he's now, I think, uh, what, 80, I think 80 or so goals behind Wayne Gretzky for the, for the all-time goal-scoring league uh, okay. uh, record. Um, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, baseball, really nothing to just, I mean, you know, and there's nothing really to discuss until... Uh, basically, all star break and uh, the yeah. trade deadline. Okay. Oh, hopefully, next week we got some news for y'all. Like, I I just haven't been following. Like, even with wrestling, like if it's not Nikita and that that ass, I, I don't even be paying attention to that. So, <laughs> yeah. that's all I care about. So show me, show me that ass. I'll be misogynistic this week by saying it. And I'm fine with it. Show me that ass. <laughs> you know what I'm here All for. right. So uh, I don't really have any awards this week. Uh, well, yes, I do. My usual Ben Simmons is that you wore those Ben Simmons. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, that's okay. it. So I okay. go ahead. I do. I just have one. Um, it's an award that I don't have a name for, but I'm going to award this to the camera people of the Memphis series, the Memphis and Golden State series, because they couldn't tell the difference between Ja Morant's father and Usher. That was a little bit weird for me. I was like, the fact that Usher had on a fucking chain that said you, which means Usher, and then there's like Ja Morant's father. I thought that was pretty interesting because I didn't even know that was Ja Morant's father. I was like, yo, like that, that, that man's brother 
is like at every game and shit. And they're like, no, that's his father. I was like, his father looks like he's like fucking 28. So how old is John? I'm like, okay, John must be like fucking, what, 20, 21? So his father's maybe like 37. John is 24. So his father's maybe like, what, 40? So... Yeah, yeah, like, don't crack, I, y'all. yeah, well, and I shit, I thought he, I thought uh, Jabber and Dad looked exactly like Usher. I couldn't tell who was who. Well, and that's the fucked up part about it. Like, if you know who Usher is, you're like, okay, clearly that's Usher. But looking at them pair to pair, like now, like say for example, like Usher is not at the game from like last night or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We already know. It's like, okay, that's John Morant's dad, but he he kind of looked like Usher now. So he now, does. My now, every time I see him, I'm like, yo, just break out in Confessions Part 2 then. Like, <laughs> um, so, oh, the only award. Um, I, I do believe everybody on Twitter when they were saying, like, the girl uh, Malika Andrews, like, she really wants herself a piece of John Morant, and I think he should take a piece. Because Malika is, she, she is delectable. She is delicious. She is lovely. Um, I'm saying it in all the ways because I don't want to sound like an asshole for saying it. And then in ten years, like well, Greg, you were talking like very sexual about. Yes, I was, but she she just looked good. <laughs> she looked good. Like, Andrews is gorgeous. She is. Yes, she is. Just yes. Yes, she, she, is. she is gorgeous. So yes, John Morant. Like, uh, what you say his name was? Like, Tamarius Jamel Morant. Well, whoever he is, call John Morant <laughs> and tell him. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. you need to whoever he is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Jamel Morant called John Morant and be like, "Yeah." Uh, also, we we didn't mention this, um, but the contender and the number one leading uh, competitor for dunk of the year is obviously going to John Morant for that dunk. Oh yeah, H- hands down. Yeah, uh, yes. only yeah, easily. If this was the nineties, mm-hmm. everyone would have that. Everyone would have that post on their wall right now. Yeah. Yeah, that one is the dunk of the year. The only reason the that would be number one is because the one that's supposed to be the dunk of the year that happened, uh, ironically, for uh, the what's his name Andrews, like his didn't count. You know who I'm talking about? And oh oh, uh, um, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, his dunk didn't count. Right, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah, that 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 dunk was uh, Jaws dunk. That that was nasty. Yeah, <laughs> that was nasty. Yeah, buddy. Oh well. Well, that is that is all <sighs> that we have for this week. You just finished listening to another episode of the Best Day of Sports Show in Stereo, the Young Black and Brothers Podcast. Join us every Monday, nine o five p.m. Live on stereo. Uh, the episode episode will be published sometime around Wednesday, Thursday. Um, you can catch up on it um, wherever you can, wherever you get your podcast. Um, for for Greg and Lou and Pam, who had to leave early, this is your boy Q. We'll see you next week. Peace, y'all. Have a good week, y'all. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. 
We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. 